0: Warringtons was filmed in front of a live audience.
1: Oh hon, your pop tarts already?
2: Why, thank you, sweetie. I'm starving. I've been in the garage all morning trying to get that of a carburetor working.
1: Oh hon, why don't you just call Jeremy? He is a motherfucking mechanic after all. Did some just call my name? Jeremy, oh Jeremy. We didn't think we'd ever see you again after that b**** <laughs> of a flicked <laughs> t- niece of ours took you to court.
3: They dropped every last motherf***ing
2: <laughs> charge. It's great to have you back, Jeremy. The place hasn't been the same without you, you big f***. <laughs> it's good to be back. Say, could I
3: get one of those s***ing Pop-Tarts? I haven't eaten all day. Help yourself. So, Stan, how was New York? Oh, you know those New Yorkers?
2: Bunch of c**ks.
1: Don't I know it? Every d**k and crook wanted to f**k my f**k and just all the time out of my
2: v*****. And not to mention the
1: people
3: I've heard that can be rough. See, do you mind if I f- some gr*****s in your bathroom? I've got a terrible case of the sh-
1: Help yourself, Jeremy. The toilet paper is next to the ch**.
3: Whoa! Sounds exciting. Wish me luck. Good, good luck, luck, you, you big, big
2: It sure is good to have Jeremy back again.
1: Even if he is a
2: <laughs> Especially because he's a
1: <laughs> Oh, look at the time, Stan. Haven't you got that important meeting?
2: Well, golly, where does all the time go?
1: It's... Well,
2: that may be the case, but I better get going. I can't let anything distract me.
1: Not even... <laughs>
2: this? Holy sweet bit! F- on a b**** vi- on Tuesday. <laughs> hey, guys,
3: I couldn't find that. Whoa! J*** flipped on a b- my god. I am so sorry.
2: I didn't see a thing, I promise. How could you not see those? T- Stan! Sorry, Marge. I forgot my P's and Q's for a moment. Here's a tea towel. Cover yourself up.
1: I've never been so embarrassed in my f- life. What about
3: that time you accidentally s***ed your f on the steps of Walmart? Oh.
2: Say
1: what now? Jeremy, you promised you would never tell anyone about that. Well, I'll be a son of a...
4: So, yeah, I'm kind of important in the music scene. I do six, seven, say seven gigs a week, yeah? I'm really important. Living the dream.
1: What sort of gigs do you do?
4: I get up, me and my guitar, play a few songs, maybe three. I've got six songs all together, so I can just pick and choose which ones to do. There's a couple of bands, some singers like me. We get 20 minutes of stage time each.
1: Does it pay well?
4: We kind of do it for the love. So there's no pay? No.
1: Sounds like an open mic night. You what? An open mic.
4: Still a gig though, isn't it? That's a gig to me. Nice audience. I'll get my drinks bought for me. Thanks, Ma. I get to do what I love. I like to reach out to my audience.
1: I told you not to touch me.
4: Yeah, living the dream.
1: So what would you say is your biggest gig?
4: I'd say around 30 square feet, possibly 35. I had a bigger room back in the old house, but then we moved. Why was that? We had some awful neighbours, couldn't cope
5: anymore.
4: I'm going viral. 23 likes, look, double figures.
1: Do you write your own music?
4: Oh, yeah. I wrote this one myself. Because I'm mad, I'm mad, come on, you know, I'm mad, I'm really mad, I'm mad. I can change the lyrics too, depending on my mood. Listen. Because I'm sad, I'm sad, you know it. I'm sad, I'm really sad, I'm sad.
1: That sounds like a well-known Michael Jackson song.
4: Never heard of him. Never heard of Michael Jackson or the Jackson Five.
3: Love, what time are your friends going? I don't know, Ma. Do they need to phone
4: their mothers? Do you? No, Ma.
1: What other songs do you do? Check this one
4: out. Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa, sitting on a pair. It actually happened to me once, that sitting on a pair. That's what inspired the song, Real Life. Real life.
1: Where do you see yourself in 10 years?
4: I'll have made it. I'll have my own car, my own amp, 1,000 views. Yeah. Living the dream. Living the dream. Want to buy a t shirt? I had them made.
1: Does that say Tom Reeks?
4: It was meant to say Tom Rocks, but they didn't seem to understand my writing. Whoa, we're halfway there Whoa, sitting on a pear.
2: Hi,
0: can I help you, sir? Is this the garden centre? It sure is. Say, are you feeling okay? You look a bit pasty. I'm fine. I am always pasty. I am
6: the Grim Reaper. Oh, I see. Well, that would explain the... Long black robes and the stench of death Indeed Wait, hang on, does that mean my
0: time is up? Hmm I don't think so You're not on my list Yet Oh, that's a relief I haven't watched the final season of Game of Thrones yet I wouldn't bother They all die in the end And I don't even get a mention in the credits Despicable That reminds me I have an appointment soon with George R.R. Martin
6: so what brings
0: you to Chalkford Garden Centre? Ah, well, it's a bit embarrassing, actually. I've had a bit of an accident with my scythe. I need a new one.
6: A new scythe? Oh, yes, for... Right. How big are we talking? About this big. Oh, that is big. I'm afraid we don't have anything quite that big in stock, I'm afraid. I see. What alternatives can you offer? Let's see. How about these hedge trimmers? Hmm.
0: Can I test them out?
6: We'd prefer you didn't.
0: How dare you obstruct death incarnate!
6: It's just company policy, sir, that's all.
0: Oh, I see. Sorry. Well, what about this... thing? This looks like it could deliver just the life-ending cut I'm after. Sir, that's a wheelbarrow. A wheel... barrow? What's that when it's at home? You put stuff in it, like sand and chippings. And souls? I suppose, theoretically, yes. I guess it might help transport recently departed individuals to the nether Netherrealms. Any other suggestions? Uh, we do have a two-for-one offer on plant pots at the moment, if that interests you at all. How dare you try and employ your pathetic sales techniques on me, you snivelling little worm? Why would the Grim Reaper be interested in... Hang on. Did you say two for one? Yeah. Buy one, get one free. Well, that is a rather good deal, isn't it? What if I want a third one? Well, then you get a fourth one free. And if I decide to take a fifth one? Well, yeah, you get a sixth one free. I understand. And if I require a seventh one? You really aren't noticing a trend here, are you? What are you implying? How dare you insult the angel of death? How dare you talk to me in that...
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the store will be closing in five minutes' time. Please make your way to the checkouts. Thank you for shopping at Chalkford Garden Centre.
0: Does that include me?
1: Yes, even you.
0: Oh, I best be off, then. Can you manage with all those plant pots, sir? I'll put them in my wheelbarrow. Good idea. Best of luck with the whole reaping people's souls thing. Thanks. Um, bye. What a burke.
1: Yes, total burke.
7: How is the food, sir?
3: Mmm, yes, uh, delicious, thank you.
7: Splendid, and is the
3: chicken cooked to your liking? Mmm, oh yeah, the the chicken is perfect, really tender. It's exactly how I like it. My compliments to the chef.
7: Excellent, excellent. Her name was Beatrice. (laughs) What, the chef? No, the chicken. I, I beg your pardon? The chicken, sir. Her name was Beatrice. The chicken's name was Beatrice? Yes, sir, a a feisty little bird with tremendous character and a lust for life. A lust for life? Uh, But I've just eaten her. Indeed. You have a little bit there, sir, on your chin. What? Oh, God! A ferocious little chicken was Beatrice. You would have got on very well, I'm sure. Got on well? Oh, yes, I'm told she enjoyed a little... A peck of pickled pepper. A peck? Of pickled pepper, sir, yes. A peck of pickled pepper? Like Peter Piper picked, precisely, sir. Uh,
3: I'm sorry, but why why are you telling me the chicken's name? Is this some sort of sick joke?
7: It's not for comedic effect, I can assure you.
3: Then why are you telling me about this chicken's
7: personality traits? No, we always introduce our guests to the animals they are eating. It would be terribly rude not to, don't you think? But...
3: Surely it makes people feel absolutely
7: terrible about eating the animals. Not at all. Quite to the contrary, actually. We find that consuming animals on a first name basis enhances the culinary experience for our diners tenfold. Tenfold? Indeed. All I can think about now is that
3: poor little chicken being sacrificed just so I can uh, feed on her. Oh, on, on her. Oh.
7: Succulent white meat.
3: Oh God, why are you telling me this?
7: Our team feel it is vitally important to celebrate the life of all of the animals used in our dishes. It is therefore of the utmost importance that we remember Beatrice as the spunky little chicken she was and pay homage to her finer qualities. Hence, we have prepared this little commemorative pamphlet all about Beatrice as a mark of respect. A pamphlet? But
3: it's huge. It's more than 20 pages long.
7: She was a remarkable chicken, sir. One of the finest barnyard fowls I ever had the privilege to meet. A positively prominent pullet within the poultry population.
3: What am I supposed to do with all this information?
7: You are more than welcome to peruse the pamphlet in your own time, sir. But may I suggest turning straight to page 15. Achievements and accolades. Achievements
3: and accolades? She was awarded the Victoria Cross Medal by the Queen. Oh, yes. A remarkable accomplishment. Yeah, given that she's a chicken. Was a
7: chicken, sir.
3: She has two honorary degrees from Oxford and Cambridge Universities.
7: A brilliant mind. A genius, some may say.
3: But I've just eaten half of her.
7: Would you prefer I left you in peace to consume the other half? (sighs) This is horrendous.
3: You've
7: put me right off my meal now. Probably off meat in general, if I'm honest. It's not as though you killed Beatrice yourself. You will sleep safe and sound tonight knowing that, prior to her sumptuous preparation and subsequent consumption, a trained professional oversaw the painless detachment of Beatrice's soul from her mortal flesh.
3: You mean a farmer chopped her bloody head off? Farmer Giles Weston of
7: Lincolnshire, to be precise.
3: What? Now you're telling me the name of the farmer as well?
7: Yes, and here's his portfolio.
3: Portfolio?! What in God's name am I supposed to do with this?
7: Just look inside, sir.
3: Look inside? I don't want to know a single thing about this murderous son of a... Oh, well, hello, Farmer Giles.
7: I take it you like what you see?
3: Oh, look at those muddy boots. Oh, I bet he's stuck his hands up a few... Shall words.
7: I leave you to it, sir?
3: Um, yes, please. Um... Do you have a private booth I could use? I
7: believe one has just become available now, sir. Yes, if you'd like to follow me this way.
3: I'll be honest, when I booked this vegan conversion therapy and upgraded to the Fantasy farmer Combo Package, I did not expect service of this high quality.
7: Why, thank you, sir. We aim to please just this way. Mind the steps down to the basement. Enjoy.
1: And so, with its veganism now compulsory, and the consequent demise of the UK's animal agriculture industry, desperate farmers are resorting to any means necessary to generate income and feed their families. With the general population left craving the taste of delicious meat, underground restaurants such as this, Meat Easy, are becoming more and more prominent in the inner cities that have become a thriving place for farmers to make a quick buck from the government's free modelling and social media influencer programmes, preying on vulnerable meat lovers and satisfying the growing trend towards farmer fetishes. More on the story later in the show, but first, will the on golf ever be lifted? We hope not. Stay tuned.
3: Amy, what are you doing?
1: I'm just leisurely draping myself over this sofa in a graceful manner. Amy, are you
3: pausing?
1: Well, yes, I thought that was obvious.
3: But why?
1: Well, I thought our fans would really like it. You've got to give them something back, you know.
3: But, Amy, this is a podcast. No one can actually see you.
1: I know that, Dan. I just thought they could use their imagination.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but... Surely, if they can just use their imagination, then you don't need to do that. Ah, uh,
1: well, I hadn't quite thought of it like that. What if we both pose? Then maybe that will make a difference.
3: Uh, oh, yeah, I've never done any modelling before. <laughs> do, do you think
1: I could? Oh yeah, totally. Just look at those cheekbones. That's it. Mm-hmm. Arch your back. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. Natural.
8: Ah, oh, thanks. Uh, oh, hi guys. I'm here for the podcast. Uh, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> Silly, we're, we're pausing. Want to join us?
9: Uh, sure. Nine hours later. Um, guys, what are you doing? What just does it Pausing, like? modelling and yeah. just, do But there's no camera. Yeah, but our listeners can imagine.
1: They're intelligent like that.
9: Oh, brilliant song, John Lennon.
3: Legend, no, it's just Lennon. John Lennon. John Legend is married to Chrissy Teigen.
1: Oh, yeah, that's the one. Although, if they did have a son and called him John Lennon, Mm. he would be John Lennon Legend. Ah, yeah, yeah,
9: classic, yeah, brilliant, guys. So, you've recorded the next show, then. Uh, Uh, oh, um, well, how long have you been standing there for? Then, um, nine hours, just
1: over nine hours.
9: Eight and a half, actually. So you've wasted all that time, then, Dan? Um, Amy. Um, Guest whose name I don't know yet. Uh, it's Nathan. Actually. Don't care. I, I just do what I'm told. I live in hope that maybe one day these guys will too.
1: You're looking awfully good today, boss. What?
9: What, really? Yeah, you're positively glowing. Why? uh, Thank you. Yeah, have you been? Uh, you've been working out. Well, I've been working, and I've been out, so... yes.
1: You know what, boss? You would make an amazing model.
9: Or me? Ah, oh, totally. You've got this exceptional look about you. Oh, oh, thanks, guys. In fact, mate, I thought you were already a famous supermodel. Well, well, thank you, comedy guest. You can come again. I suppose it won't hurt to join in with you. Show us your best pose, boss. Such Such elegance. So, so uh, about this podcast?
1: Oh, yes, the podcast.
9: Um... Look, you guys crack on. I'm modelling here. That's <laughs> me
8: flexing. you got to do a few models. <laughs> he's, def- he's a big guy, so he's flexing.
7: <laughs>
3: oh, where on earth is Dave? I can't see him anywhere. Hello?
10: Mark? Mark, it's Dave. You're nearby, mate. Yeah, I,
3: I think I'm close, yeah. Where, where are you? It's, it's so busy, I can't see you.
10: I'm at the north end of the street.
3: The north end? Mm, I, I can't get my bearings. Any landmarks?
10: Oh, wait. Uh, I think I can see you. Keep walking that way, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That way.
3: C- can you can you see me? I'm, I'm, I'm walking along the pavement now.
10: Yeah, yeah, I think I can. I can see you. Uh, you're walking straight towards me. There we are. Keep keep going. Am, am I close? Yeah, yeah, you're getting very close. I'm looking straight at you.
3: Where? I, I can't...
10: I'm making eye contact with you now, mate. I,
3: I don't see anyone. Wait, um, where are you?
10: Mate, I'm waving my arms up and down in the air. Hello? Hello, can you see me?
3: Waving it. Your... I still can't spot you, mate.
10: I'm jumping up and down.
3: I can't see anybody jumping up and down. Which side of the street are you on?
10: Mate, I'm right in front of you now. Uh, you're, you're only a few metres away from me. Look, hello. hello?
3: Really? I, am I being blind or something?
10: I can nearly touch you. Keep walking towards me.
3: This is crazy. I honestly can't see you anywhere.
10: I'm reaching out to touch you now.
3: What? Where? I, I'm looking every way I can and I don't see you. I've grabbed your arm. What? Ludicrous. There's, there's nobody touching my arm.
10: I'm tugging your elbow now. I'm shaking you around like a rag doll.
3: I'm standing quite still. There's nobody here.
10: Mate, I'm punching you in the arm now. You just said, Alga. you can feel that. Look, out.
3: There's nobody punching me in the arm. You're just, you just winding me up.
10: No, I'm not winding you. I'm, I'm grabbing your hair now. I'm giving it a really proper good tug. I,
3: I think you have the wrong person, Dave. Don't do anything else, please. I'm,
10: I'm tugging, Mark. I, I'm tugging so hard, and I, I pulled a huge clump of your hair out of my hand. <laughs> Nearly all of it. It's like a big curly black wig. You're just you're screaming your tits off now. You, <laughs> you, you, you must be able to see this now, surely.
3: Um, Dave, mate, I've got short ginger hair. Uh, short,
10: short ginger hair? Why you? Yeah.
3: Mate, what the hell have you done?
10: Hang on, wait a minute. I don't think this is you. I've got the wrong person. Oh, oh shit. Um, I, I am so sorry, miss. Why would you do that? Why? Dave, Dave, what's going on? Dave! Don't panic. I, I, I can see you now. You're wearing a black backpack. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling your backpack. I'm tugging it so hard. I'm not wearing a backpack! Oh, crumbs. Shit. Sorry, mate. Um, Here, yeah, have your backpack back. Ow! Um, oh, oh uh, mate, I just said I'm sorry. You need to stop, mate. Oh, God. This is not my day. What have I done?
3: It's OK. Just, just take a minute and calm down. I can't be far away from your location. Just stay put... And I'll come and find you. I'm just passing the... Oh, wait, I
10: see you. You do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right in front of me now. You're wearing a police officer's uniform, yeah? What? It's, pretty, it's a bit strange. Yeah, yeah, I'm tugging you, Mark. I'm pulling on your left shoe. Look. <laughs> yeah. I'm dragging you down the street. I'm making you so hard on the shoulder, mate. Yeah, you're you're yelling at me now. You're yelling at me. You're really, really angry, Mark. Yeah, yeah. How can you not see me? I...
3: That Dave, oh, what an idiot. I think i'll just grab a coffee by myself instead hey what's going on over there a fight someone's being arrested oh there he is oh he was right in front of me all along <laughs> whoops oh
8: well
10: mark mark are you there mark <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah you're shoving me into the back of a massive police van mark <laughs> yeah can you not see the big police van mark that i'm pushing me out into uh it's huge it's huge it's got flashing lights, mark mark Mark, are you there, Mark? Mate, listen, Mark, Mark!
1: Greetings and welcome to the Sarah Breeze Museum. Established in the year 2189 and now over a million visitors. Entry fee is 3,000 bitcoins. Please make your transfer via Bluetooth at the front desk pad and make your way towards the left-hand corridor where your tour guide will meet you. Enjoy the wonder that is Sarah Breeze.
5: Hiya, I'm here for the Sarah Breeze tour.
3: Ah, uh, yes. Uh, hello, welcome, yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> now that everyone's here, shall we
5: uh, begin uh, this way, please? I'm so excited. I, I believe I'm actually a-, a descendant of Sarah Breeze on my mother's side. Fascinating. We we can
3: confirm that later by taking a DNA sample from your right elbow, if you like.
5: Oh, yes, that would
3: be wonderful. Except, um, would my left elbow be acceptable? (laughs) I'm afraid it doesn't work like that, sorry. (laughs) Right, this way, folks, um, I must kindly ask you that you keep within the double yellow lines and that children are kept away from the exhibits at all time as touching the artefact is strictly forbidden under punishment of (laughs) death.
5: Oof, Harsh.
3: If anyone has any questions as we go along, then please raise your hand and I'll try my best to answer. Fantastic. Now then, I'm sure we're all familiar with Sarah Brees' life as intergalactic freedom fighter and liberator of Andromedax Six, leading to her pivotal role establishing the Council of Elders and becoming the ruler of the five galactic empires. But did you know that in her younger days, Brees was a performer and a stand-up comedian? Wow, I did not know that. Yes, uh, she could often be found uh, uh, acting in front of people for entertainment purposes, sometimes for money, but often just for, uh, what's that word, Uh, 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 fun. Fun? Yes, apparently the people of the 21st century were very keen to sit on uncomfortable chairs for up to an hour, sometimes longer, and um, just watch other human beings saying things, um, usually for the purpose of making them laugh.
5: Oh, yes, yes, I've heard of this sort of thing. We studied this in history class. All of the greats, Ronnie Corbett, Jim Davidson, Sarah Bridgeperson.
3: Here we have a virtual hologram of The Breeze performing what we believe to be stand-up comedy.
5: All right, uh, yeah, and here's, here's another sentence containing a joke. Why did the chicken cross the other side of the road? Uh, I, I will tell you the answer in the form of a witty response and you will all laugh. The answer is to get uh, across to the other side of the road. Uh, you, you, you may now laugh. Th- thank you. Um, here's another sentence that I believe to to be funny uh, that you have paid me to say. Uh, oh, oh, my mother-in-law... Um, This next sentence will be the final thing that I say tonight. Uh, A man approaches a talent agent and says, "Uh, my wife and I have an act that involves increasingly disgusting things we do to cats, uh, and we refer to ourselves as the Aristo Cats. Uh, Thank you very much, um, paying customers. My name is Sarah Breeze. You may now leave the room. Please come again. Bon voyage.
1: We believe this recreation of Sarah Breeze's illustrious career as a jester to be 92.3% accurate.
5: Oh, she looked much smaller in that simulation.
3: Yes, 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 she did sometimes. We don't know why. Moving on. Oh, this looks interesting. What is it? Well, we believe the next venture, our holiness Breeze undertook, was to open a hair salon. What is that giant helmet? That is a hairdryer. Uh, We believe that during this part of her life, the Breeze would have worn large hooped earrings, chewed a lot of gum and lived with a cat called Malcolm.
1: It is here that we believe Sarah Breeze would have acquired all the information she needed to moonlight as an astro engineerologist Playing simulation. Beep.
5: You're right, love. Uh, what are we doing for you today, then, eh? Uh, perm? Uh, back inside, please. Uh, right you are, love. Uh, so, are you travelling with family or loved ones to a location on the planet Earth where there is typically warmer temperatures for anywhere between five and eleven nights? I'm going to stay with someone called Benny Dorm. And uh, what's he like? Oh, cheap and cheerful. Oh, and and what's he like in bed? Oh, he's got an enormous...
1: Amalgamation of Bitcoin.
5: And keeps me up all night with his...
1: Devotion to the cause.
5: Okay, uh, now lie back and say, ah.
1: We we believe this virtual recreation of Sarah Breeze's hairdressing profession to be 95.7%. Accurate. Hello and welcome to the show. You joined us live in a studio where tonight, our special guest, David Tickle, is attempting to make the ultimate sacrifice. David, hello. Yeah, whatever. David, what inspired you to make the ultimate? Sacrifice?
8: Inspired. Mm, It's such a strong word. I was just bored, to be honest. Fancy doing something different. There's only so many nights in a row you can order from the same kebab shop before they get
1: cherry. Cherry? Yeah, cherry. I see. And how will you be making the ultimate sacrifice for us tonight? Uh, The usual way. What other way is there? Well... Over the years, we've seen some very interesting methods. Nah,
8: none of that fancy stuff. Just the usual way. Right.
1: Uh, With me, as usual, in the studio is our official adjudicator from the Sacrificial Standards Agency and suspiciously good friend of our show's producer, Dan Flan. Hello, Amy. Hello, Dan.
3: And what have you been up to this week? Well, Amy, I decided to take up parkour.
1: Running and jumping off stuff?
3: That's right. Watch this.
1: Impressive. And is there a reason you're only now jumping on a bandwagon with this trend? There is indeed, yes. Excellent. Right. On with the show. In just a few moments, David Tickle will attempt to make the ultimate sacrifice. But first, he has decided to read a verse from his favourite poet and author, Dylan Thomas. David. David? Yeah? Aren't you going to read the poem? I am. Out loud? Definitely not. Okay, Dan, are you ready to adjudicate?
3: Well, I'm currently focusing at least 75% of my attention on everything that's going on here. So, yes, I am ready.
1: Could you manage 80%? I will try. Excellent. It's at this point in the evening that we ask all of our studio audience to switch off their mobile phones. Not to avoid interference, but simply because they are very, very
8: annoying. Does that include me?
1: What do you think? Also, if our listeners at home are using a mobile device, To listen to this podcast, please switch them off
8: now. I've got a good feeling about this.
1: Please don't get cocky.
8: I've got this in the bag, though. Don't you think? I mean, look at me. Look how confident my posture is.
1: That is a very confident posture.
8: Yeah, very confident.
1: Do you do yoga? David, it is now time for you to make the ultimate sacrifice. Do you have anything you'd like to declare? Before you make your attempt.
8: What is this? Cardiff Airport?
1: I'll take that as a no then. Please make your way to the raised podium and attach your safety harness. Nah, I won't be using any
8: safety harness tonight, Amy.
1: Okay, is there anything you'd like to say to your family and loved ones before you start then?
8: Yes. Dad, if anything happens to me, you can have all my magazines. They're under the bed. Ooh, is it porn? N- no, it's definitely, definitely not porn.
1: You heard it straight from the horse's mouth, folks. Not porn. They are uh, fishing magazines, actually. I see. Full of tackle, no doubt.
8: Precise. Hey, <laughs> I knew we'd take the bait. Look, can we just get on with this, please? I have a nasty cramp in my left foot.
1: A cramp in your left foot, you say? Hang on a sec. I'm getting word from the producer through my earpiece. He's saying, we're sorry, but due to your cramp, you will not be permitted to make the ultimate sacrifice tonight. I repeat, you will not be permitted to make the ultimate sacrifice. I repeat, you will not be permitted to make... Too late. He's already up there. Oh, dear. Well, there's no turning back now. Good luck, David. Yeah. Woo! Yo my David, Okay, I'm ready. David is in position. It's time! Here we go! Okay, oh, oh,
3: oh, oh! oh, oh ah, shit! Shit, shit, shit!
10: <gasps> ah,
1: shit on me! Bad luck, David. That is possibly one of the most disappointing attempts we have ever seen on this show. Would you like another go?
8: No, thanks. When do
1: I get paid? Paid? Don't be ridiculous. We're on a shoestring budget as it is with this podcast. I've been wearing the same pair of underpants for five days. Because you can't afford washing powder?
3: No, I just forgot to change them. Why would you bring it up then? I don't know, I just wanted to be involved in the conversation, I suppose. Gripping stuff.
1: Well, that's about all we have time for tonight. Let's move on to another sketch, before this one runs out of steam.
8: But I've, I've still got three more lines. Nobody
1: cares, David. Nobody cares.
8: Good night! OK, but I'd just like to say that I recently expanded Stephen Hawkins' Unified Theory and solved the answer to all of the world's problems...
6: from the makers of Super Fizzy Fizz, Sugar Pop Extreme, Mega Cola and Mega Milkshake comes a delightfully delicious nonsensically nutritious overwhelmingly underwhelming noble prize winning pot of mega joy. This is Magnanimous.
1: Magna water? Magna Carta?
6: That's right kids, it's magnificent. Magnanimous is the brand new brand new handheld super snack that fits right in your fridge and slips safely down your esophagus. Now isn't that bloody marvelous?
0: Bloody! Bloody bloody bloody!
4: Tommy
6: when you want a wonder packed snack, Magnano Mousse is the lovely chubbly, butter bubbly alternative to natural yogurt and nutritious desserts. Discover the difference in desserts that mousse through the most that's jam packed full of flavorites, preservatites, nicotinamides, and triglycerides. Enjoy the true taste of flavor enhancers, exotic dancers, disco foam, home alone, Benzoliates benzodiazepans, peter pan, copper pan, from formaldehyde smudge, synthetic trans fats, kitty cats, yoga mat excretion, slug secretion, cellulose, women's clothes, Substitutiary locomotion, suntan lotion, added ocean, orange juice, jelly juice, beetle juice, Moose bush, mother goose, and guar gum. Filtered air, angel hair, battered frogs, hair of the dog, mollusc high fructose corn syrup, sodium benzoate, potassium benzoate, butylated hydroxyanis. State Parole, MSG, and dehydrated water molecules. And that's not all, folks. This tantalizingly tasty, technically food-free, terrifically tempting treat also doubles as a handy hairstyling product. That's right, Daphne. It's great styling that's gluten-free.
7: Now I can have a snack that won't irritate my insides. Or my outsides.
6: Results may vary, but you'll still look and or feel very nice. So when you want a wonder-packed snack, there's only one thing you need. Snack with style with Magnanimous Magnanimous Do not leave pots unattended. Product may be farmable, product may contain actual moose. Magnanimous is not intended for human consumption.
11: In a world full of princesses and pirates. Ar Ar A Wait a minute. We can't both be princesses. We're not even the actors know what they are doing.
1: Hey, everybody! I brought. Where did everyone go?
11: Where you'll find the greatest love story of all time.
1: Oh, David! David, I love you. Robert was just a fling, you know that. I wasn't thinking. It's you. It's always been you.
11: And actions speak louder than words. Oh, <laughs>
10: Oh, my eye! My trousers fell oh, down again. really hurt. Oh, good golly.
11: You find the tail like no other.
1: Wait, is that
11: real? Where sidekicks are completely disposable.
1: I'll never forget you.
11: Ah! Who's that guy again?
1: No idea. I thought he was part of the crew.
11: And no one is safe. What, do you mean there's no protection? delve into a world full of mystery.
1: I can't take it any longer!
11: So mysterious, in fact, we're not even going to tell you its name.
1: Holy, rustic, green and the goblin!
10: Can't they do that? Well, they are!
11: Good luck, fellow humans, and Godspeed.
3: Moving on again, um, we now come to a rather interesting display. This is the actual bicycle used by Sarah Breeze to compete in the 2039 Tour d France. Uh, we're not sure what Tours A through C were like, but the Tour d France was known for its competitive violence and scandalous behaviour. Oh, did she win? No, no, you see, Breeze used these excursions as cover to explore the countryside unnoticed whilst on secret missions for the underground movement. Amazing. We also believe that around this same time, Breeze became a scoutmaster in order to recruit young and able bodies for her intergalactic crusades.
5: Ah, minions. Bapple, here is what we believe the minions looked like. They're all so small, cute and yellow. Interesting. Yes, they were all actually quite despicable. Oh, what's this next display? The cream scone incident.
3: <sighs> ah, yes, yes. The infamous TripAdvisor review left by Breeze after that disastrous afternoon tea at the unmentionable establishment.
1: Plain TripAdvisor
5: review. When I arrived at hotel, no staff could be found. It was a total shambles and I used the word hotel in the loosest sense possible. Do not stay here. Room's dirty, sheets a mess, awful. Also, I think they are haunted as I'm pretty sure I saw a ghost when the waiter took my order there was poo in my seat and I confront man on front desk about this and he said there no need to be alarmed and to contact hotel cleaning team he gave me the number and oh my god I could not understand a word this man saying he did not speak English and his English not good and often had no sense of making effort and to establish we could not be any of the other things we were not too good to be said about and had to wait for over five minutes it was awful I felt sick my family were all sick too my son developed bad ulcer and doctor said there is nothing they can do now I said, don't you know who I am? And they said, no, we don't know who you are. And I said, I am the Sarah Brus," and they laughed in my face. When scones arrived, there was no clotted cream, despite me asking for clotted cream. And when I asked waiter for clotted cream, he said, yes, I will bring you clotted cream. And after waiting for over 30 seconds for the clotted cream, he brought what I thought was clotted cream, but turned out not to be clotted cream, but was actually that fake cream you buy in the supermarkets that comes in a canister and you squirt it out onto your jelly. I like squirt cream lots, but on this occasion, I wanted clotted cream as I had paid over 300 bitcoins for the afternoon tea. It was an absolute disgrace and I can't M4 size enough not good. When he put the cream on before the jam, that was as much as I could take. Also, my friend died and they would not refund me. Absolutely disgusting. Wow, no wonder the revolution happened when it did.
3: All hail the Great Breeze. All hail. And I'm sure you all know the rest of the story. From here on, it was all, uh, you know, intergalactic wars and ten years of turmoil before Breeze overthrew the tyrannical overlords and became worthy of ascension to the realms of higher beings, leading, of course, to the enlightenment of all humanity.
1: She also baked a mean chocolate cake.
3: Amen.
5: Yay, this is the best day
3: ever. We will now all sing the national anthem.
5: <clears throat> fighting, fighting for freedom, freedom, freedom defeating the, the evil, evil over God. us, she, she is worthy of praise. Oh, praise, Oh, praise. What a wonderful, wonderful world we now, now. live in. Like Preppy a breath of fresh air A cool, cool summer breeze And, and I also, also there was a cat called Malcolm Malcolm, 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 Malcolm. 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 Yes, there was, there was a cat called Malcolm, Malcolm. His fur was soft as, as silk Malcolm. He loved to drink the milk drink
3: Welcome. Yes, you yes you us right. The Cat was was hey everyone, hope you're enjoying this episode of the Comedy Geek Sketch podcast, and we are so thrilled to have Dan Thomas on the show today.
1: Definitely the best special guest we've ever had. Oh, what about Simon Emanuel? He
3: was all right, wasn't he? Well,
1: we don't pick favourites on the show. But you just said, yeah. Hopefully, Dan will be along any minute now for an exclusive interview.
3: Yeah, any minute now. <sighs> yeah,
1: any minute.
3: He's probably
7: on his way here as we speak.
1: <laughs> Two hours later.
7: Uh, yeah, hi guys. How are
1: you? Ah, hello. Thanks for joining us.
7: Sorry, yeah. Sorry, I'm late. I uh, just I decided to have a lie in. Right, you know we've been waiting in this room for almost. Uh, well,
1: now that you're here, shall we crack straight on with it?
7: Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah,
1: just fire away. Great. So, as always, we've written all our questions on these cards for you. Uh, so here's the card with your first question.
7: Okay, let's see. Ah, yes, oh, brilliant question to start off with. Uh, my answer is um, yes and no. Ah, great. Here's the second question. Thank you. Ah, oh, Wow, diving straight in with the tough questions I see Okay, well to answer this one uh, I'll have to draw you a diagram Is that, is that cool? Yeah, yeah, of course yeah. Okay, Do you have a pen? Um, oh, uh, pen Sorry, no, not a mm, hand No worries, a pencil, magic marker maybe?
1: Mm, nothing, sorry I,
7: Okay, I see Well, uh, oh, never mind
1: Let's move on to the next question, shall we? Here you go
7: Okay, right. Oh, well, that's an easy one to answer. The information was actually passed on to me during the time I spent living in the temple. Um, uh, A wise old monk told me to carefully guard this secret at all costs before he died in my arms.
1: And how will you know when to use this knowledge?
7: He said I would just know uh, when the time was right. Yeah, because you seem to be so great when it comes to managing your time.
1: And what was the monk's name? Um,
7: I, I can't quite remember. I think it was, um, Jeff... No Spencer, no Jack, no Billy, Billy, no Horace, uh, no Sam, no Jackson, no Stan, no, no Jacob, no John, no no Genevieve, no, no, Robert, no, Orson, no, Patrick, no, yeah, no, no, I was right the first time, yeah, it was Jeff. Right, moving on to the
3: next question. Ooh, I have to warn you, this one might bring up some strange feelings
7: to the surface. That's okay, I came prepared for this uh, sort of thing. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Oh, can I get one of them as well? Uh, No, I'm afraid this medication is specially prescribed. Ah, shame. Yes, this question is an odd one. Uh, I'll give you that.
1: (laughs) Shall we come back to it later?
7: I I think we should leave it out entirely, to be honest. I'm I'm not sure I have the stomach for it right now. Ah, Fair enough. Here's the card with your next question. Uh, I can't read the writing. What what does that word say?
1: Which one? Let me see. Oh, my bad. I can't even read my own scroll sometimes. The word is... Misappropriation.
7: Uh, Oh, yes, of course. Well, that makes sense now. uh, Well, but it all started in 1997 after I heard U2's new album, Pop. Uh, No, thanks, I'm not thirsty. So that's when it all began. After the first incident, it just got easier and easier every time until eventually it became second nature.
1: How bizarre.
7: (laughs) Yeah, tell me about it. Everyone was fine afterwards, though, you understand. There was no serious harm done.
1: Well, even when the FBI got involved.
7: Yep, yep. All cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Sweet. Sweet.
1: Okay, here's your next question.
7: Ooh, I have to say I didn't, did not expect this. <laughs> okay, well, to answer this question, I will, once again, have to draw you a diagram to explain it fully.
1: Still no pen.
7: Yes, of course. Sorry.
1: Can you try and make sense of it without a diagram?
7: Definitely not. Pups. What's my next question? Here you go. Ah, yes, okay, so you can probably guess what my answer to this one will be.
1: We have an inkling, yes.
7: Tell us anyway. Okay, so first of all, can I just check, what is your understanding of superconductivity?
1: Hmm, I'll admit,
7: I haven't
3: really kept on top of the subject since Amy got that tattoo. What's
1: my tattoo got to do with your lack of proclivity for superconductivity?
7: Nothing really, I I just find the tattoo very distracting. Yeah, I'm finding it difficult to concentrate, I admit, right, quite unsettling actually.
1: In hindsight, I do regret getting it right here.
3: I wouldn't attend any job interviews until you get it removed.
1: Anyway, on with our interview. You were saying?
7: I'll be honest, I've completely lost my train of thought.
1: <laughs> don't worry. Let's skip ahead to this next question.
7: Oh, marvellous que-
3: Marvellous question. Who writes these? We steal most of them from those guys on No Such Thing As A Fish when they're not looking.
7: Brilliant, yeah. Well, my answer to this uh, one is simply ballerinas. Really? Yeah, there's just something really suspicious about them, don't you think?
1: I couldn't agree more.
3: Okay, Last question, and then we can crack on with recording
7: some sketches. Here you go. Wonderful. I, I was hoping you'd ask me this. I-, I brought a prepared answer for you. Can we read it? Yep, here you go.
1: <gasps> wow! Oh, my God.
3: I told really you. Really interesting. This is everything we could have hoped for and more. Oh,
1: my, I wasn't expecting Never it like this.
7: Never cease to surprise me.
1: That's fantastic. Amazing.
7: So is that it? Are we done? Yeah, pretty much. Can I go, then? Well, um, no. We've still got more sketches to record. Yeah, I don't really have time for any more, sorry. I've got an important meeting uh, to get to shortly, and I, uh... Ow! What? Okay, what was that? Did you just, Did you just inject me with something? Shh,
3: shh, shh, There, there, there. Just relax. It'll all go much easier if you don't fight it. Fight
2: it? Fight it? Shh, I won't.
1: I've uh, got you. Shh. Just a few more sketches.
7: Uh, That's um, it. Oh, I don't feel so... Oh, it's a nice tattoo. Cool. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? Now on
3: to the next sketch. Come in.
2: You wanted to see me?
3: Ah, Tom. Yes, come in, boyo. Take a seat. You know our producer, Megan. Oh hi, yes. Uh, hi, Megan.
1: Hi, Tom. Oh, how's your mum?
2: Oh, she's very well, thank you.
1: Oh, good. My auntie Gladys sends her regards.
2: Gladys, right. Uh, So, what did you guys want to see me about? The email sounded pretty urgent. Oh, well, first of all, let me tell you what a splendid job we think you're doing on the show.
3: Tom, excellent work. Indeed. First class. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) Yes, the the viewers are thoroughly enjoying all of your delicious recipes and food-based stories all around Wales. Top TV journalism. Ten out of ten. Eleven out of
1: ten, even.
2: (laughs) Not sure that's possible. I beg your pardon? Oh, nothing. Uh, I I mean, thank you both very much. I appreciate
1: Mm, it. Groundbreaking TV. (laughs) Yes, but... uh, (laughs) uh, But... uh,
2: But...
1: hmm. There's no easy way to say this, lovely boy.
2: Oh, no, no, it's fine. I can take it. Uh, Is it Dave, the cameraman? I've told him to lay off the wacky here. Oh, no, no, Dave, it's
1: fine. We all have our vices. I'm partial to a little bit of old green myself, you know.
3: Nice. Are you really? I didn't know that. Vices, vices. Yes, yeah. Whenever I get tense, I I prefer to strip off, tie a noose around my neck, and strap on the old um. Where where will it be now? Oh yes, the show. Yeah, you were saying. Ah uh, yes, well it, it's it's your it's your accent, Tom.
2: My accent? What about it?
1: Well, it's just <laughs> not Welsh enough. Uh,
2: not not Welsh enough. W- what do you mean?
1: Oh, well, it's down to these
3: viewer surveys, they make us carry out, do you see? We've got to spend thousands and thousands on all this market research, etc, etc. Oh, it's all rather tedious. Anyway, the point is that data has revealed some areas where there's, um, oh, how do you say, uh... Room for improvement. Room for, uh, yes, yes, thank
1: you, Megan.
2: Uh, so the general public reckon I don't sound Welsh enough.
1: It's all down to the pronunciation, you see, Tom...
2: The pronunciation?
1: Oh, some of the viewers found it hard to understand what food you were talking about.
2: Uh, do, you, do you have any examples or...?
1: In your Mexican recipe episode, the tortillas you baked in that was Swiss.
2: Tortillas? You mean tortillas?
1: Hmm,
3: yes, that's how you said it on the episode as well. Oh, we had a lot of complaints from our Welsh viewers about that one. They just couldn't understand what on earth you were talking about, Tom. One poor woman at home was trying to follow along with her recipe and ended up under to call her relatives in Spain just to understand what ingredients to him buy. She said the phone call cost her um, an arm and a leg.
2: Right, but that, that, is, that is how you say that word. It's, it's a Spanish word. The owls are silent. Tortillas.
3: Elizabeth, uh, what about that? Okay. Sitting, uh, uh, what nonsense is this? So well, do do. You'll have to check that. I think. Oh.
2: Um. Okay. Well, look. It's easy enough to avoid in the future. What if I just call them nachos?
1: Oh, good idea. Yes, yes. yes. But
3: but, how would you feel about referring to them as nachos? Nachos.
2: Nachos. 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 Right. Uh, uh, anything else?
1: Oh, yes, yes. There was a spicy dish you made with a minced beef in it. What did you call it?
2: Chili con carne.
1: Mmm, yes.
3: Oh, would you mind next time you're up in not just referring to it as chili?
2: What?
1: what? Well, that's, it's how you've written it, you see. The, the CH is ch, and the LL is chla. Isn't the Welsh alphabet interesting?
3: Very interesting.
1: I love it very interesting. So
2: interesting. Couldn't couldn't we just leave out one of the L's and maybe put, like, oh, I don't know, a T and an S at the beginning instead? Like, for example, in Welsh, the country China starts with a T and an S. China.
3: Oh, come on now, Tom. There's no need to be crass.
2: But it kind of makes more sense to keep the way that you say the name of the food the same and just change the spelling, doesn't it? Like, silly? Silly? Chilly. (laughs) Silly?
1: It's chili?
3: Oh, don't be so silly. Yeah, but... um, okay, let's take it down a notch, shall we? This is getting far too complicated now. Look, let's just keep the spelling the same and change how you say it. Those poor people in I don't know whether you're
1: coming or going. Oh, especially when you whipped out your enchilathas.
2: They're called um, enchiladas. Uh, you, can't, you, you can't just change how you pronounce something to fit in with a local dialect. Uh, this show is about introducing our country to other c- cultures.
1: We get where you're coming from, Tom. We really
3: do. Yes, nobody said this would be easy.
2: Yeah, actually you did. Uh, when I signed up to the show, you said this show is going to be really easy. That's what you said. Well, I don't remember wording it quite like that. I recorded the conversation, actually. Let me play it back for you.
3: Oh, yes, this show is going to be really easy.
2: Was that me? Oh, I don't sound like that, do I? Yeah, anyway, uh, it's not a problem. I'm i a professional, right? I can change whatever you want. If you want me to say it that way, if you want me to change how it's said for the public, I'm fine with that.
3: That's the spirit.
2: Yeah, anything else?
3: No, that's brilliant, Tom. Thank you. Such a team player. Yes, indeed. Bravo.
1: So, um... How's the preparation going for your episode on the French recipes in McKinthlis?
2: Oh yeah, brilliant, thanks. Uh, I'm going to be making some ratatouille. um, Oh, oh. (sighs) really? Really? Fine. Ratatouille.
3: Oh, there's no need to change the pronunciation for that meal. Oh yes,
1: that's just ridiculous. I just hate ratatouille. Oh, same here. Can't stand the stuff. I wouldn't feed it to my dog. Quite. Would you like a horror
3: Oh, don't mind if I do. Thank you.
8: Batlands. ends. All right, mate. How's it going?
3: Ah, oh, hey, yeah, good. Um, just been recording more sketches with the Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast.
8: All right, any good? Meh. So, what's news then? Oh, not
3: much, you know, uh... Oh, I did get us these, though. What are those? Well, you know how some people wear friendship bracelets? Yeah. Well, I remembered you don't wear any jewellery, so instead I made us these friendship wigs. Friendship wigs? Yeah, look. Mine's got black straight hair, and I've made you this one with bright
8: red curly hair. Ha! <laughs> That's hilarious! What do you mean? Oh, you're actually gonna put put yours on? Well, uh <laughs> I, I can't wear this. Surely you don't like it? You be serious? I can't tell. No, no,
3: it's it's, um, it's fine. I'll, I'll just take it back. I just thought, you know, do something nice. Seeing as we're best friends, well, we're good friends, but best friends in the whole world,
8: or? So I thought um... I, I, don't, I don't know what gives you that impression I mean colleagues at best My only friend and... Hang on, only friend? Yeah, it's fine though, I'll um,
3: I'll just take it back and get a refund uh, It's fine I'm, I'm sorry mate, I didn't mean to
8: offend you, honest I said it's fine, don't worry about it Look, I feel really bad now You went through all that effort To get me this wig I should at least try it on for him Really? Sure, why not there we are. How do I look? Ah, what?
3: <laughs> you you look like a complete moron. Hey, take it off, take it off. Oh, dearie. Oh, you crack me up sometimes. Friendship
8: wigs, come on! Oh I see Ha ha Yes yes Very funny <laughs> You should have seen your face Okay okay Lap it up <laughs> You are all like
3: Oh I'm not wearing that And I was all like Oh come on We're best friends And you were like I'm not wearing that You stupid twat <laughs> Yeah Well I, I don't remember You wearing it quite like that But yeah that, That's the gist of it Yeah
8: So uh w- What now Um Oh
3: Um Ah oh, Didn't you say You had something for me
8: Oh Yes Completely forgot about that. Yes. I bought us these uh friendship condoms. Should we try them on?
3: Um hi, go on then. Oh wow! <gasps> Amazing! I'm never gonna take mine off. Best
8: friends forever. Hooray! Hooray! Happy days.
5: Comedy.
3: Ah, Joseph, come in, come in. Uh, I'm Dr Erickson. Please, take a seat.
4: Thank you. Oh, this is a lovely seat. Oh, thank you, yes. Yeah, so, um, so what can I do for you today? Gosh, that is such an excellent question. Thank you for asking it. Ha oh, well, thanks again. You, you're very polite, don't you? It's so incredibly nice of you to mention that, but I fear that that is the point we're driving towards, so to speak. How do you mean? Oh, you are so humble, Doctor. I'm probably the most humble person I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what terrific japes. What I mean is I can't stop complimenting people. I'm so polite that sometimes I just can't bear it. I see. And this is becoming a problem, is it? Yes, and do you know, your eyes are simply the most terrific shade of blue I think I've ever seen. Oh,
3: (laughs) thank you, Joseph. Uh, Thank you for noticing. Um, Shall we get back on topic, though? You see
4: what I mean? You are so focused, Doctor, keeping us on track. So, when did you first notice this trait? I simply loved your pronunciation of the word trait then. Really quite eloquent. Focus, Joseph, focus. Yes, quite, quite, sorry. What would I do without you to keep me on track and... <laughs>
3: yes, I, I'm beginning to see why this could be problematic. Um, does it take you a long time to, say, place an order over the phone? Yes, yes, how did you know? A
4: wild guess. The other day I was ordering a Chinese takeaway and I ended up asking the person taking my order to sing half of Beyonce's back catalogue to me. That man had simply the most wonderful singing voice you've ever heard.
3: Hmm, I think we need to work on getting you to be a bit less... complimentary. That
4: is an excellent plan, Doctor.
3: Yes, I know. But you, you don't have to agree with me. You, you could have said it was a terrible plan. Of course. I know exactly what you're hinting at. You are so clever. Uh, uh, uh. No compliments, Joseph. From now on, I want to hear derogatory comments all the way.
4: That is definitely an achievable uh, goal. Uh, 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 uh. I love your can-do attitude and... Uh, 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 uh. I admire how you're able to... Joseph! Enough! You simply must stop
3: complimenting me after every sentence. (sighs) Let's try a little exercise. I'll say a sentence and before you blurt out something polite, think long and hard and then reply with something designed to hurt me on an emotional level.
4: OK. Are you ready? You're so gracious to check if I'm ready. Are you ready, Joseph? Oh, yes, sorry, I'm ready. OK, let's start with something simple.
3: I'll just have a little dig at you. Here we go. I don't like your haircut. Take your time, Joseph. Don't just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Think first. Be cruel. You can do it.
4: Well, I don't like your ears.
3: My ears? Curious, but OK, it's a start. (laughs) Let's try another one. Here we go.
4: I think you're wasting my time. Oh, gosh. OK. Well, I think you're wasting my time. Hmm. A little
3: childish, but well done, Joseph. You're really getting somewhere now. Let's try one more. This time, I won't be holding back. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay,
4: here we go. I hate the movie The Greatest Showman. Where do you get off spouting such garbage? You talentless, spineless son of a whore. Honestly, you disgusting low-life piece of scum that you got stuck under my shoe like a piece of dog shit. You filthy mother waste of oxygen. How can you go around saying such arrogant and demeaning tripe to your patients, you worthless idiotic wank biscuit? I've got a right mind to come over there and punch you right in your face, you horrible smelly jerk faced turf of a hack. I bet your qualifications aren't even real, are they? Look at this certificate, hanging on the wall like you're some la dee know-it-all. Ooh, look at me, I'm a qualified doctor, blah blah. I know what I'm talking about, blah blah. You make me Sick! Sick! By George. By George, I
3: think he's got it. Bravo, Joseph. Bravo. That was incredible. Don't
4: be so bloody patronising.
3: I wasn't being patronising. I was being condescending. So pedantic. Just leave me alone already. I do believe you are ready for the next phase, my good man. And what's that? Working as a receptionist at a GP
4: surgery. Yes, I'm sorry, sir, but I must take all the details of your embarrassing health problems over the phone, despite having no medical qualifications. Oh, wonderful! No, we don't have any appointments this week, and no, we don't have any next week either. Perfect! You've cured me, Doctor. Thank you. Thank you. I'll never forget this. Take care, Joseph. Best of luck!
3: Woohoo! What a lovely, lovely man. Oh, no, I'm doing it now! Ah!
0: Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast was written by Daniel Morgan and Amy Weber. produced by GKM. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our show wherever you are in the podcast. leave us a favourable rating. You'll be your best friends. Available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, Spotify, Podbean, Radio Public, and most half-decent podcatchers. Why not follow us on Facebook and Instagram, or send us a tweet? We're easy to find wherever you are on the web. Just search for Comedy Geek Sketch
6: Podcast.
10: Who writes this crap?
6: This podcast is part of Brit Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more.